What's going on, guys? Poppy Code, episode uh, three, I think, three or four. Hopefully, the audio sounds good still because I have this new, like, windscreen on it with, like, a shock mount on my mic. So let me know if it sounds like shit. I'll pretty much figure it out after I start editing, but yeah. So let's get started. Um, I'm going to start with a question that I totally passed by last time and they had to resend it because, well, I'm a worthless piece of garbage. So let's just hop right into that one and we'll, uh, we'll keep it going. If this is your first time tuning in to a Poppy Code, it's where you guys send in questions and I give my really good advice about whatever it is. Doesn't fucking matter to me. All right. <clears throat> I'm sending my 18-year-old son off to college this fall and I'm getting pretty anxious about it. He's my oldest and was a premature baby. He had some learning slash development issues because of this, so I've always been a bit of overprotective. Now I'm beginning to worry that I have sheltered him and his younger sisters too much. Two is in all capital letters. Oh, God, that's not good. What kinds of things can I do between now and August to help foster his independence and to lessen my own anxieties about sending him off into the big, bad world? What kind of things should I not freak out about him doing? He's in school and what kind of behavior, once he's in school, and what kind of behavior did you see as being worrisome? Obviously, if it was up to me, he'd never drink until he was 21, LOL. Uh, She didn't say LOL, that was me. He'd avoid casual physical relationships. He would avoid casual physical relationships, and he would focus 100% on his studies. But hey, I went to college. I know this is just not reality. However, I graduated from college over 20 years ago, and time has kind of blurred the whole experience. Oh, goddammit. I got you. I feel it probably is way different than when you were uh, in college 20 years ago. You guys took... I'm not even going to make an old joke, actually. You know what? Let's just keep it going. Well, there's nothing you can do to, like, foster his independence, like... Like, that's not going to happen between now and August. That's a lost cause. So, usually, I, I don't want to freak you out, but I'm also not going to lie to you. I'm not going to, like, you know, sh- sugarcoat it to make you feel good. But usually when I see kids who are, uh, like, their parents are overprotective, they usually go really crazy in college because they're like, finally, I'm fucking away from my parents who were just helicopter parents and not letting me do anything, not letting me go to any parties or anything like that. And I think that's that's also a problem with America. Like you said, um, you would be fine with him not drinking till he's 21. I think that's inherently a problem with our society, and that's why there's a bunch of binge drinking problems is because our drinking age is 21, so kids aren't allowed to learn how to drink. But right when they turn 21, they start binge drinking. Or when they go to college, they binge drink. So I think, like... For people out there who are looking for advice, what can you do is, like, let your kid have independence before he goes off on his own. Because there's a a huge likely chance that he's going to fuck up and get really, really drunk a lot. Because why not, you know? He's going to find out it's awesome. Getting drunk is really cool. And everybody's doing it. And that's how you meet people. So that's 100% going to happen. But if you said he has learning and developmental issues and stuff like that, um, I'm not sure how that works in college. I, I don't know anybody who openly have learning or developmental issues, so I can't really touch on that. People in college are very accepting. You'd be surprised, like, how accepting people are in college. Everybody's, to my to what I've seen, are very, very nice. Also, when you said setting him off into the big, bad world, college is not the big, bad world. That is not how the life is at all. That's fake. It's, it's literally high school with binge drinking. So just... I. So the things you should do. Oh, and when you said he should avoid casual physical relationships, lol. Um, he's probably if he's probably gonna fuck bitches, right? I'm just being real with you. That's that's what every man in college wants to do is just is fuck some honeys. That's that's it's all gonna be on his mind from probably Monday through Sunday. 
I mean, just don't. There's nothing to freak out about. You know, if he dr- like drinks a ton or like you're not, he's not gonna tell you if he tries drugs. I've seen tons of kids try drugs in college. Like it's not a problem unless it becomes a problem. And he's probably not going to tell you that he did unless you guys have a really good relationship. But since yeah, you said you're overprotective and stuff, I'm gonna go with it's not as as good and open as it like healthily should be. Um, I say just let it go and just. Know as fact that he's going to do things that would that the, that the news tells you about, right? That they, they think is bad, which isn't really bad, you know. Just Ben's drinking, and you're gonna be trying to fuck chicks, and his grades might be not as good because he's now going crazy because he was so overly protected by his parents. And I'm not saying it's your fault. A lot of parents do this. It's not a problem. Don't worry about it. It will fix himself out. If he's a smart kid, he'll figure it out. I mean, there's a lot of paths that could be taken. However, if he's smart and has a good head on his shoulders, nothing bad will come of it. He'll get through any problem that persists, which there shouldn't be any. Okay, before we go on to the YouTube, actually, let's do the YouTube video really quick. Thank you for sending in that question. And sorry I didn't answer it last week. Okay, here we go. Okay, so you love a guy. Um, you're from, you're in Argentina. He's in Canada. Uh, you've been with him. You've been friends with him for almost five years. I'm going to skim through this because there's a lot of words. You wouldn't have the will to wake up anymore if it wasn't for him. That's that's really, really bad. Um, I hate to waste time, and I know life is, and I will never make a difference in a way I want, and eventually I will die, so why even try? That's I, I can't tell if that was very serious, but I'm going to take it as if it is serious. That's a really, really bad mindset, very unhealthy. Why even try? Well, because you're a conscious human being. You should be trying to enjoy and make the most of it because it's, it's all you got, you know? Um... Oh, you, then you followed up with, well, I try because he exists. Okay, I already have a couple points, but we're going to finish it off and see what happens. Oh, wow. Okay, so apparently you said, like, this is an internet relationship because now you want to get married to him so you can go over there, kind of like a 90-day fiancé thing. Um, and he's like a bad past. You didn't know where he worked or who he lived with. And you're, like, in love with this guy, and the only reason you find the will to live is because of this guy. Um, this sounds like something you would need to see a therapist about. I, that's the best advice I can give you is to talk to somebody professionally because one, that's very unhealthy to put so much into somebody because you can't control other people's thoughts or emotions. Cause realistically, this guy could stop fucking with you tomorrow and it would be his choice and it would be okay. Right. You can't put all of your self-worth into a human being. I, I highly do suggest seeing a therapist, not like, in a bad, like, obviously going to therapists or anything is, is totally good. It's a great thing. Go do that because this is very concerning. That's as much advice as I can give you because it does sound like an actual, like, inherently, like, an actual problem. So, hope all works out for you. Really do. And you said how you're lucky to be a good person. I'm, I'm glad you're a good person, too. I'm sure you're great. Thank you for the question. All right. Now, we're going on to Instagram. Mm. I think we're going to do the Instagram comments really quick first because I'm pretty sure those weren't serious. Okay. Are you straight or what, boy? Bitch, I might be. Yes, I am straight. I have a girlfriend, actually. Can I sit on your face? Let's look at your profile. Wow, I can see it's your profile picture. Yeah, sure. Ask my girlfriend. Oh, boy. Okay, I have a question. My mom is sick. Kidney failure, diabetes, cancer survivor, going blind, and I currently live with her in Texas. I have graduate school and a good job already lined up when I moved to Chicago. 
Hell yeah. My Korean mother doesn't want me to go because she doesn't think counseling is a valid thing to study, and she refuses to come to Chicago with me as a result. She is also against me living with roommates because she thinks women should live with their parents until they are married. She says if I leave, she will disown me. What should I do? Let her fucking disown you. Get the fuck out of there. That is a poisonous... I I get that it's your mom. If that was my mom, I'd be the fuck out of there instantly. I would disown my mother before she could disown me. I'd be like, all right, adios. I, you're not going to benefit from me whatsoever. fucking ever. And it's, I, I don't want to like get like too mean, but like for somebody who has kidney failure, diabetes, cancer survivor, and is going blind, that's a pretty uh, hardcore thing to say because if she disowns you, well, come on. If that's all that's happening, she really shouldn't be on your case like that. And that's such an old school way of seeing things. What do you mean counseling isn't a good job? Come on. Get out of there. Let her disown you. That's that's on her. That's not on you. Don't let somebody else be poisonous to your life, no matter who they are. It's okay to drop somebody. And like if they want to do that, that's their choice. Live your life for you. Because evidently, she doesn't care about you like you care about you. Do what's best for you. Right? Because you have a life to live. And that's that's not how it works. People live with each other because, like, what? We can't afford to live on our own all the time with roommates. That's just so old school, so unrealistic. Get the fuck out of there. See ya, Mom. If you could be in Infinity War, which Marvel character would you be in? Why? Tony Stark. Come on. I love him. He's, he's who I want to be in real life. He's always been my favorite character. He's in there, right? Ah, ah, is the podcast with Jonna still happening or is she old news? It is not happening because her managers told her she can't do any interviews or anything like that. Probably to possibly, because she wants to be like a next season or something like that. I'm not really sure, but something about how our managers aren't going to let her do it. So I was like, fuck. What's my favorite thing to do in my spare time? Oh, boy. Um, I really, I would say like learning is my favorite thing to do in my spare time. I just, I do that. If I'm not making YouTube videos, I'm learn like learning 24-7. I'm watching YouTube videos about something I want to learn. Right now, I'm learning about streaming video games and how to be the best at that. So 24-7, that's what I'm watching. So I don't really have spare time, but if you consider my time that isn't editing or filming, that would be that. So it's just learning, which I enjoy very, very much. How good would you say you are in sex on a scale from 1 to 10? Easily a one. Easily. I'm like a out of I'm like a overweight boxer just put in a good couple of hits and there's a lot of just just grappling and sweating and crying. I stole that joke, by the way. Don't hate on me. At least I admit it, okay. Jana or Anfisa? Anfisa. Oh, any day. She's a huge cunt, but way hotter. And she got a nose job? Like hit me the fuck up. Um, okay, we only have a couple more, luckily, because uh, I'm doing something today. I'm going to do a professional photo shoot, actually, guys. We're thinking about maybe having a calendar come out for 2019. Let me know if you guys would buy that. I'm going to make like a small run of them. I don't know if that's like a thing people would actually want, but I'm doing these photos for fun and stuff and see what we could use them on. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I was dating a guy last year who decided to stop seeing me and get back with his ex. More recently, we've been chatting as friends. As he is Spanish and I will be living in an area close to where he comes from next year, however, he has asked me to cut off all contact with him. And although I'm respecting it, I don't really understand why. <clears throat> we get on really well as friends. I guess my question to you, to you is this. Do you think it is a good idea to be friends with your ex? Do you think it is even possible? Thank you, love your work. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you. 
I love you. Um, so if he wants to, I mean, you're respecting it, like you said, wants to cut off all ties with him. You got to. You have to. No matter what, it's not really up to you at this point. However, do I, good to be friends with your ex. Um, I'm not friends with any of my exes. Like, I'm cool with one of them. However, like, let's just say, I think it's possible, but, like, is it a good idea? Maybe, I don't know. I've never been in that situation. I would probably stray away from it because anything usually in your past is usually good to stay away from. You never want to look back. You want to be looking forward, living in the moment and looking forward type thing. So I, I would just say just don't. There's really no reason. Yeah, they're probably great, but there's seven fucking billion people on earth. Just find another one, you know? And that goes for everybody. Everybody's pretty much replaceable, right? Except for Miles. And last one, guys. Let's do this. I'm glad there's only a few because I'm on a very tight time schedule because I am a shit human being. When did you realize you wanted to become a YouTuber and how has it affected your life since you started? Well, I want, I realized I wanted to become a YouTuber. I don't remember the exact time, but I actually had an old YouTube channel before this, but I was like watching a lot of YouTubers and I was like, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Stop the old channel because it was a piece of shit. Started this one to really like be myself, right? I just saw it as like a way that like I could be my own boss by just being myself type thing. And I was like, I, I could maybe, I could definitely do that. Like, let's fucking go. Let's try. Let's just try this out. Let's work really hard and see what happens. Okay. And uh, how has it affected your life since you've started? My life is 1 million percent different than when it was when I had like a job or anything. It is so different, not even the same. It feels like everything before YouTube was not my life. Like I watched like a short clip of somebody else's life and that's the life that I live. Or that I've lived, you know, like I, I saw it like middle school. That doesn't count. That wasn't fucking me, you know, like high school. No way. Um... Even in college a little bit, right? Like, now I dropped out of college and now I'm just doing this shit. And everything before this doesn't feel real. And all of this is documented, too. So, And, like, now I don't have a boss. I don't have to wake up at a certain time. Everything's on me. It's very freeing. I don't have a lot of stress. I just pure creativeness and doing whatever I want to see what sticks and see what works and stuff like that. So... Is affected my life in the most positive way ever. I've met amazing people, have amazing fans. It's just so weird and so amazing. It just still doesn't really feel real, right? Because it's not even a year into the YouTube channel. Oh, oh, wait. I remember I have somebody else sent me a. I have another question that I just. I have a couple that I screenshot. I'm so sorry, guys. We got two more. But yeah, it completely changed my life for the positive. Like, it's the greatest thing on earth. I think there's two more. Ah, uh, woo! Luckily, I remember. Or maybe it's one more. Yes, there's one more. Okay. First of all, uh, oh, wait, wait, no. I have a YouTube channel. I started over, like you said, another poppy code. And after doing so and uploading consistently for almost four weeks, I'm at 74 subs. That's fucking dope, dude. After the last week, I've gone up by 30 subs. So my question is, do you think it's too ambitious to have a goal to gain monetization, which is 1,000 subs and 4,000 view hours within one year? I believe that I put out videos at a high standard and on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So again, do you think that I am dreaming too big? Well... So in one year, you want to know if it's possible to get 1,000 subs and 4,000 hours of watch time. <clears throat> um, well, not at all, because this YouTube channel isn't even a year old yet. We're at we're not even at 11 months yet, and we have almost we're about to hit 14,000 subs, and this month alone has 3,500,000 minutes watched instead of 240,000. So, and that's like every month. I don't even know how many millions of minutes watched, so it is absolutely not too ambitious. I personally think 1,000 subscribers is too low. I, I, You know, what I was shooting for in the beginning, I believe, was 100 subscribers a month. 
It was like the the goal, like the hardcore goal. And you were close, man. You had like what? 74 in a month and you gained another 30 in a week. So every five weeks you gain 105 and it's exponential growth. There's word of mouth and stuff like that. So 10 months, you should have it. Absolutely no reason on earth why you shouldn't hit a thousand. The watch time, just put out good content. That one's not the one to worry about. That'll come eventually. Just the, uh, just working on making good content, man. Just keep putting out the best shit you can. That's definitely not too ambitious at all. I say aim higher, 100% aim higher for that shit. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, I never thought I'd be... We're going to be at about 15,000 for the one-year anniversary. And I never thought that would fucking happen, so... Well, I knew it would happen, but not within a year. That was all the questions, guys. That was it. I love those. I love those questions. Thank you guys so much for sending those in. I'm um, sorry if I'm, like, a little bit tired today. I, like, recently, like, woke up, like, an hour ago. I had to go to the post office to get all of your guys' mail for mail day tomorrow. So fucking excited. I had to shoot this. Now I got to edit it, but... Yeah, I'm just trying to chug this coffee, inject it right into my cock. Thank you guys for submitting all of your questions. If you want to put some questions down below in the in the comments, you totally can. Or if you want to DM me anywhere on Winebox Pop, at Winebox Poppy, anywhere. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Um, should I check Facebook to see if there's a Facebook question? And no, there's not. Okay, thank God. If I miss another one, I would <laughs> cry. Oh, uh, yeah, submit them all down below, guys. Or, uh, yeah, like I said, anywhere any social media platform. I will answer them in next week's Poppy Code. Uh, so, thank you so much for watching. Smack that face right up there to subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, two goddamn videos right over there. And if you want to help support this channel and help it grow, you know, money money helps. Money money gets things done, guys. Right here. Patreon.com slash Poppy. Link in the description below. Thank you, guys. Mwah!